Diane, it's great. Thank you so much. Just say where you've come from today. Well, this morning we were in the middle of Brighton in the Premier Inn, but yesterday we came from Chelmsford in Essex. And... I, obviously, we've been friends for a long time, but particularly I'm, I'm Patrick's prayer partner, yeah. um, and that's been quite a journey. Do you just want to explore a little bit about moving out of XLP and, and, and all that you saw in your life in uh, South East London? So yeah, Patrick was um, the founder of the youth, urban youth organisation called XLP, and for 22 years. After 21 years, he sort of felt God was saying, it's old enough now, you can move on, you're still needed, but in a very different way. So... But how do you let go of something that has been your life for the last 21 years? I can honestly say he blood, sweat and tears went into it. And, um, you know, I lost him for quite a few years of it, but I was alongside with him. So laying that down was very, very hard. But it came out of a new passion that God was stirring up. And many of you may have read his books. um, One in particular, When Faith Gets Shaken, that came out of him about to go to surgery. We knew the surgery was coming. It had been looming for about six years. And... um, just before he went into surgery, he wrote a blog called When Faith Gets Shaken. How do you find God when everything seems to be just going wrong? And it was one of those things that went viral. It was strange. And he ended up writing a book about it. And um, he then went and did a tour. And um, people would come. And it was talking about opening up those conversations, being real about life. You know, those Tetris moments when there's just too much. And at the end of it, you're invited to walk up and just on a post-it note that you've written something that you've been carrying too long and leave it with God. And you'd have thousands of people through this tour just putting these things on the cross. They were completely anonymous. And we'd be standing there at the end of it with the church pastor going, we had no idea that people were carrying so much stuff. And as Patrick opened up and was honest about what he was carrying, the fears, his own anxieties, he was actually struggling with depression. We didn't even know what the word meant. And as we opened up, everyone else seemed to want to go on the journey with us. We were inundated with emails, inundated with messages. So out of that, we felt we really want to be able to find a way to support people. Because NHS, as you know, funding has been cut. It's not always got all the answers. And yet we've had some wonderful campaigns by the royals and other organisations just raising awareness. And you've got so many people, yes, I'm struggling, where can I go? And that's where the issue is, isn't it? Just to give you a bit of colour, Patrick had a condition which meant his his legs bowed and uh, he had to have each leg broken in 16 places Mm -hmm. um, and each operation uh, involved putting metal pins through his legs, breaking his legs and then straightening his legs and then in an external cast for six months he had to lie down for three months. Well we were told it could be up to three years each one so we had no idea how long it was going to take but we knew we had about potentially four or five years of just difficulty, yeah. I mean extreme pain um, uh, you know in terms of like just yeah. not just the operational pain, but subsequent pain yeah. is like having your teeth pulled out, but for six months at a time. So um, <laughs> yeah, it was just quite a sort of journey. I mean, I've, obviously we've we've kind of and Will, you were so helpful. I remember when Patrick was in the hospital the first time round, and just it's like rocket fuel to someone who struggles with anxiety. He was in an absolute state, and I didn't know what to do. And I remember calling you, and you were so helpful. So I've never publicly thanked you for that. So thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. It's my absolute pleasure. He's helped me out of a box so many times. Yeah. Um, now, Kintsugi Hope, your charity now, it, it, it didn't occur though in a vacuum because when you were working in Peckham and Camberwell, mm-hmm. you were walking alongside people who were the victims of gang violence, mm-hmm. 
women who lost their children to mm-hmm. knife crime. Uh, you know, you were living us alongside, you know, mm-hmm. deep emotional pain for, for most of that time. You were living really deep, weren't you, in, in the community. Yeah. And, and now you're seeing those people also, they're also kind of investing in the emotional outworkings of what Kintsugi Hope is doing. So in terms of, in terms of having a place to put your pain, mm. how, how is uh, Kintsugi Hope now uh, doing that work? What's it look like in terms of your operation? Well, just to explain what Kintsugi is, so when Patrick had his second operation, um, he, he managed to, when he got over some of the, the mental trauma, he was able to read a little bit. And it was just short short bits and one of the pages that he came across was all about the image of Kintsugi and if you don't know it um, I think I've got a slide that I sent through you and I if we have a a bowl um, and we break it we might throw it away or we will try and fix it with super glue and uh, the idea is to hide the cracks whereas with Kintsugi no I don't know not that page no that's that's another thing completely Um, find, find the broken bowl there's a broken bowl. There's a broken bowl that will appear. <laughs> there, there no, that's the fixed bowl. Oh, that's the fixed bowl. Let's <laughs> so find the broken bowl. There we go. It's a broken bowl. So you and I, we, we would throw it away or fix it with glue, super glue. The idea is to hide the cracks. But with the art form of Kintsugi, you can now put the full fixed bowl out. Let's see the fixed bowl. Um, the, the, the art form of Kintsugi, they put a gold powder in the glue to make a feature of the cracks and arguably makes it more beautiful and certainly more unique. So the art form of it, we've now tried translated to we've all gone through stuff we've all had those difficult times we're still having those difficult times but it's finding the beauty and the treasure in those scars and God is the one who brings those wonderful seams of glue and we may never fully be healed or whole but it's finding that the positiveness and the joy and and owning that story of who we are and seeing God in it so that's where Kintsugi came from and Diane Um, in terms of um the support you now offer because you're, you're yep. running these Kintsugi groups yep. and they're connected specifically to churches. Just tell us yep. about how that ministry is unfolding. So the Kintsugi Hope groups, they are designed to be able to resource churches to be able to support their local communities. So the uh, Church Urban Fund and Livability recently did a report and they found the top three social isolation, sorry, th- top three social issues were to be social isolation, mental illness and family breakdown. And these groups have been designed to be able to combat that, the whole loneliness in our community and reaching out to people within our congregations as well. And it's a series of 12 weeks similar to the AA model where you start off going, I feel broken, you feel broken, let's go on this journey together. It's not a them and us, we've got it fixed. We are by no means the experts. We're just people who want to love alongside and not fix. So it's all about facilitating peer mentoring. So the answers are within the group. You've come along and you've got your ways of coping. I've got my ways of coping. Let's pull what we've got all together and and support each other. So it's creating communities, and it was launched in May this year. Already we've got our first training happening in October. It's been absolutely incredible. It filled up within weeks. How many churches have you got involved? Uh, We've got 36 churches so far involved with a list of goodness knows how many about to come through. But we've made the application process extremely difficult uh, because it's all about safe and supportive spaces and setting it up so that the church is supported, the group leaders are supported, the participants are supported, and it's on a journey together of relationship. And Dan, if people want to connect with you today, what should yeah. they do? So come and say hello to me. I'm at the back. We've got loads of flyers about it. Um, have a look at our website, kintsugihope.com forward slash groups. There's the whole lot of information about it there. But yeah, just, just drop us a line. Come and say hello. Let's I'll give Dan a massive round of applause, Dan. Thank you so much.